Do you know any good recipes that use mustard? Right now I have a pantry that is, shall we say, well stocked with mustard? Well stocked with mustard because last spring when the pandemic shutdown occurred, I apparently was fearful of not having enough mustard. As you laugh at this confession I've shared, I'm wondering what's in your pantry or what items your pandemic impulse bought. Like maybe toilet paper, flour, pasta, cans of beans, or enough cleaning supplies to clean not only your house, but all your neighbors' houses too. I think I can safely say we all had a response to empty grocery store shelves. We all had a response to the possibility there might not be enough. Have you ever had experiences in your life where you either didn't have enough or experiences where you felt like you didn't have enough? Like not enough time, not enough money, not enough patience, not enough space in a relationship, not enough confidence, not enough food, not enough friends, not enough. What emotions and thoughts do you have when there is not enough? And what do you do in response to those feelings and thoughts? Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast series from Limitless Life Counseling, where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. If you've missed our other episodes, you can check them out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I would love you to become a follower and share this podcast with others because together we can bring more light to the world. Scarcity. Have you ever heard that word? It's a word that always makes me think of a deep voiced news commentator saying things like, there is currently a scarcity of housing. There's currently a scarcity of food. Scarcity being this word we use to describe the access and availability of basic needs like food, water, and shelter. Scarcity defined actually means something is in short supply or not having enough. Although we use this word most frequently in describing economic conditions or tangible resources, Scarcity can also be used in describing not having enough emotional and relational support. 2020 was the year we all experienced some form of not having enough. For some, it was experiencing not having enough food. Others, it was not having enough money. Not having enough hours of work to maintain a job position. Maybe it was not enough space from being with your immediate family members 24-7. Not having enough patience to help your kids with school. Not enough vacations. Not enough fun. For all of us, we experienced not having enough social connection in the way that feeds our mind, body, and spirit. We all have experienced some form of scarcity some form of not having enough. Let's explore this concept of scarcity a little more personally and begin to reflect on how you 
personally experienced scarcity beyond the pandemic. When you think about not having enough, what do you not have enough of? Is it time? Space? Money? Education? Relationships? Patience? Confidence? Certainty? Hope? Kindness? What does it feel like you never have enough of? If you're struggling to come up with an answer, maybe ask yourself this question. If I only had this, and fill in what this is to you, I would be happy. I would be content. If I only had. Have you got an idea of what scarcity is for you? Here's another question of reflection. What emotions get triggered by not having enough? Do you feel angry? Frustrated? Confused? Hopeless? Lonely? What are the thoughts triggered by not having enough? Are they thoughts like, I don't have enough. I'm not smart enough. I have to go without. It's not fair. Why do others have this and I don't? I can't deal with not having enough. I don't know how to deal with not having enough. Have you figured out the emotions, the thoughts, when you experience scarcity? Now, what's your response, your reaction? Do you have a knee-jerk reaction like buying more of what you don't seem to have enough of? If you've never had money, when you do gain money, do you become frugal to the point of spending only the bare minimum? Do you never have enough validation and so you become a people pleaser, setting aside your own self in the hopes of gaining validation? Do you organize and plan every second of your day in an effort to gain more time? Do you count to 100 in the hopes of gaining more patience than counting to 10 gives you? How do these emotions and thoughts of not having enough affect relationships? Do you see others as a threat or competition for what you don't have enough of? Do you undermine others to get the job promotion? Do you send your kid's coach 30 emails to make sure they have enough playing time? Scarcity or not having enough can trigger a knee-jerk reaction or a flight-or-fight survival response. A survival response while helpful, sometimes in crisis, limits our ability to come up with solutions beyond the immediate crisis. Some of the examples of scarcity you reflected on for yourself might not be examples of crisis. Rather, they are repeated experiences of not feeling like you are emotionally or relationally enough.
But even these experiences of scarcity, our brain can still react with a survival response. And this survival response triggers very short-term thinking and solutions. We probably all have a tangible example of this in our pantries or house right now. For me, it's those multiple containers of mustard. When I'm able to think about it now, no longer being in survival or crisis mode, why did I think buying a large quantity of mustard would sustain me through a pandemic or a crisis? So why in our experiences of not having enough do we respond with flight or fight? In that word, scarcity, is the word scared. When we are in flight or fight mode, we are operating out of fear. Specifically in the experience of scarcity, it's the fear of not having enough. Now, fear is not a bad emotion. In fact, fear is beneficial. It can help us to prioritize and focus on the immediate steps needed to survive. Wait, did you just hear what I said? Fear supports immediate action, but not long-term action. So fear is beneficial in helping us through the crisis moment, but we need a different mindset for long-term solutions. We'll come back to this long-term mindset in a moment. The flight or fight mode of thinking or fear-based thinking also likes to partner up with survival of the fittest mentality or an us versus them mentality. Even if, again, it doesn't make sense in the long term. Like filling your grocery cart with toilet paper and cans of beans just because Everyone else around you is grabbing for these items. For the record, nobody else was grabbing for mustard, but... Or metaphorically stepping on others to get the job promotion is a fear-based thinking solution. Responding with flight or fight mode might make sense to you in regards to basic tangible needs, But are you starting to wonder if this same reaction occurs when there is a scarcity for emotional or relational needs? How do we respond when we do not have enough emotional support, relational connection? Don't we again have knee-jerk reactions? Like with uncomfortable emotions, do you immediately shut down or numb those emotions in some way so you don't have to feel them? Or if you feel like someone doesn't hear you, doesn't see you, do you isolate with an I'm unloved, everybody hates me mindset? Or maybe you do the opposite and strike out at that person by invalidating them. Maybe you sacrifice your sense of self by becoming a people pleaser. Instead of reacting with flight or fight, or fear mode? How can we counter the emotions and mindset of scarcity? 
How can we have a mindset that doesn't operate in crisis, but rather finds long-term solutions when we experience not having enough? We counter scarcity, we counter not having enough with abundance. Abundance is the opposite of not having enough. Abundance is defined as having a large quantity or more than enough. Like scarcity, abundance can describe more than just tangible material items. Emotional and relational abundance is appreciating the fullness of life in mind, body, and soul. Out of abundance comes emotions of gratitude, contentment, optimism, hope, kindness, generosity. Abundance is having a mindset of, I can do this. I can figure out a solution. It will be okay. I am okay. I have enough. I am enough. Abundance isn't driven by fear to make decisions. Abundance is making decisions from a place of hope and optimism. It's the ability to make decisions for both the short and long term. Now you might be wondering, is it possible to experience the emotions and mindset of abundance even in circumstances of scarcity? The short answer is yes. We can view our lives as being abundant, even if life is handing us a pile of lemons. But how do you make lemon meringue pie out of lemons? One way is to practice gratitude, or the act of finding things in your life, your relationships, to be thankful for. When we practice gratitude, we are challenging ourselves to find the positive in life's challenges. It's adding sugar and butter to the sour of the lemons. Similarly, another way to build a more abundant life is by practicing a growth mindset. Asking ourselves, what can I learn from this challenging situation? What can I make from these lemons? Not having enough makes us more creative in our problem-solving skills, developing the ability to see situations from different perspectives, and this gives us opportunity to find or create short and long-term goals. Another way to encourage abundance is building a foundation of self-worth. We build self-worth through finding purpose in our day, in our week, the year, our lives. Maybe you start small with something like, I brushed my teeth and fed myself today. Great. Build on that purpose. Self-worth is learning what brings you contentment, joy. Learning what fires up your brain. Learning what makes you curious and engaged with life. The foundation of self-worth is believing you are enough. And when you believe you are enough, circumstances and experiences of scarcity, rather than threatening your relationships, your life, become opportunities to learn and grow from. Not having enough no longer means we are not enough. Rather, not having enough is an opportunity to affirm 
we are enough and have the ability to navigate the challenges thrown our way. Even more effective than all these strategies is how abundance views relationships. Remember scarcity not having enough views relationships as survival of the fittest, a competition with others to get enough, to have enough. Others must be metaphorically stepped on or eliminated to survive. It's a mindset that encourages disconnection and with disconnection fosters anger, resentment, disappointment, loneliness. In contrast, abundance doesn't compete with others. Abundance sees others as support and connection. I'm reminded of an article I read a little while ago about a couple and their experience in helping people. In the article, the, cu- the couple described spending a day together on the beach. As they were walking on the beach, the couple noticed several people near the waves begin to shout. As they drew closer, they heard the words, help, drowning, ocean, rip current. Looking out into the water, the couple could see a handful of swimmers that were quickly being pulled out to sea. Already people on the beach were using their phones to call for help. And the couple quickly joined the crowd of people who were watching with fear as the swimmers struggled in the water. And then, the most amazing thing happened. This crowd of people, this crowd of strangers, began to form a chain, a human chain, a human chain that extended from the beach into the water growing and extending as other people joined, extending out to the swimmers who were able to grab hold and pull themselves along this human chain back to the beach, back to safety. 80 sets of hands saved all 10 of those swimmers. 80 people reaching out and literally connecting in a challenging situation. A situation where 10 people didn't have enough. Didn't have enough strength to overcome a rip current on their own. A situation where there wasn't enough trained emergency personnel nearby. A situation of scarcity. A situation of there not being enough. Until 80 people joined together. 80 people who offered kindness. 80 people who offered hope. 80 people who offered determination. 80 people who acted in bravery. 80 people who offered abundance. 80 people who met scarcity and fear with abundance. What would your life look like? Or what would our lives look like if you, if me, 
if all of us lived life with abundance? If we all reacted with abundance when scarcity, when not having enough, when fear pulled you, me, us out in the metaphorical sea of life. Just like a rip current that can surprise a swimmer, we can be surprised by scarcity in life. But rather than reacting from a place of fear, reacting with survival of the fittest, what if you, me, us, reacted with gratitude, kindness, hope, connection, reacted with abundance. May you start filling your life. May you encourage others to fill life with abundance. Till next time, thanks for listening.